You're listening to the MLS Fantasy Insider, bringing you weekly tips, tricks, and advice for the official MLS Fantasy game. Hello and welcome to episode 23 of the MLS Fantasy Insider, our review of round 19 and preview of round 20's quick turnaround double game week. This episode is brought to you by Jesus. He scores for us, but not Dow us. Uh, no, no, I, no, no, I'm actually uh, brought to you by the amazing MLS Fantasy Insider Patreon community. It's because of you that we are able to keep this project going for as long as we have. Uh, and quick update. The, the information has gone out to our creator who's going to be designing the, the new logos for this season that you all will be able to vote on for the new sticker and buttons that will be going out. So uh, that is coming very soon. I'm your host, Reed Connolly from MLSFantasyBoss.com. And tonight I'm joined by my partner in fantasy, Ashley Savage. Blaine is out visiting some family in Texas, so he is not going to be with us tonight. But we'd also like to welcome our special guest tonight, one of the, the top fantasy overall players and Discord admin from MLS Fantasy Boss Discord server, Christian Ward. How are you all doing tonight? Hi. Hi, Christian. You, you Hi, Ashley. For, for those of you listening, like Christian gave this weird <laughs> like look when I called him one of the top players of the game, but he's like, what, 12th overall? Like yeah. that, that, that qualifies that sort I'm of comment. I'm barely hanging on to 12th. Okay? Yeah, but you're there. <laughs> It's because a, you're it's probably a, like what seven points it's out a of precarious first. twelve. It's, it's a it's it's just it's crazy there in that in that level. It's yeah. So that's why I just shoot for top two hundred. I'm like, yeah, that's good. I don't have to worry about the extra stress. It's all good. Actually, going for top one hundred, like, geez, Louise. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm the happy one right now. Anyway, so at the very beginning of the show tonight, I'm going to give you this quick update. We'll give another update again later in case that you're you're going just now tuning in or going to tune in then. So future. Uh, but I'm going to be on vacation next week. So that means there's going to be a slight shift up in how this podcast is going to, going to happen. Uh, there may be an impact for those of you on YouTube that it may not actually stream. I'm going to give some of this to Christian and he may just change everything we're going to say. Uh, but we're going to have a little bit different presentation next week since I will be off and Christian is going to help make sure all the tech works. So Christian, what can people expect for next week's show? Well, okay, so we are going to try something new. We are going to stream the podcast live on Discord using what Discord calls uh, the stage, a stage channel. And really what that is, is, is it a regular channel. It's like, it's like a voice channel, but with streaming video. And they turned it into something like a Zoom meeting or a Teams meeting, um, if you're familiar with that. So you've got the hosts that are on stage and, and then you've got the audience. And if you're a Discord member, um, you're, you're able to be in the audience. And uh, so what we're going to do is... Um, have that channel and we're going to have it like scheduled ahead of time so that, that there's an events uh, channel right there in the discord in the left side bar at the top that uh, will have the podcast and that'll become active at the time that we make it active, probably at 8 or 8.30 central, what we usually do. Um, but since this is the first time we're doing this, you know, 
expect some <laughs> weirdness, okay? Um, but there's there's a reason that we want to try this. And one of them is that the hosts can, can like, we can have up to five hosts easily. Um, also, uh, we can interchange hosts really easily. Like if Ranchinator wants to pop in and kick me out, he can do that. Uh, he does, I bet. Yeah, he all the time. Anyway, he wants to uh, do the injury reports. Yeah, Please. exactly. So it it'd make it easier for us to actually have like cameos come on, talk for a couple minutes, and then leave. Um, also, uh, the hosts can share their screens, which is useful in a couple of ways. Like I've, whenever I've been a guest on this show, I've always wanted to share my picks visually while I'm talking about them. Or I've always wanted to like share like a specific stat on FB ref or something like that that backs up what kind of my hot takes. That would be actually helpful for me. Um, so player picks, stats, things like that. Uh, mega reference, we could bring it up when we're talking about it, you know, injuries, absences, things like that. So that's going to be something that we would absolutely love to use. Uh, there's a chat sidebar built in, just like the YouTube chat. Uh, but it's like a super powered discord chat looks just like a chat channel um, associated with it. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to write up a short, like how to and pin it in the main channel as to how you can join the, the event uh, if you're on discord and, um, and watch it live. And so, so we'll, we'll pre-game we'll pre-game stream the battle between Ashley and Christopher, who's going to be like the host for the show. And that's oh, time. it's going to be <laughs> Ashley. It's going to be Ashley. You see, and it's not what you think. Like you would think uh, they would each fight for each other. No, they're going to fight to see. We're going to fight for who one. doesn't do it. I mean, exactly. Oh. <laughs> that's for everyone who experienced it when I tried to do it the way you do it, which to me is very technological, and to you is very fundamental. Um, <laughs> it was a lot and very challenging, and I had a very big glass of wine when I was done. You just, you just so, gotta make it your own. <laughs> this sounds own. great. But yeah, so that's what's in store for for next week. It's going to be a test. It might be something we try more in the future. Obviously, it's great for those of you who join us on YouTube for the visuals. For those of you who get the the show through SoundCloud, uh, you're not going to have the visual, but you can still make a reference back there. And don't forget, Discord is free. There is nothing preventing you from joining at mlsfantasyboss.com/discord. To check this out for next week we're still going to be doing stuff as we usually do right now with zoom for probably the rest of this season but it is a technology that we want to investigate to just see if it's going to be a way that we can get more of our community involved and and interactive so that's what's going to be up there for next week so don't don't be afraid if some some weird stuff happens but want to get that at the front end of the show now we're going to start talking about our expectation versus reality from round 19. And uh, it is it was a short round because we're just going to have a double game week tomorrow. That's right. If you're listening to this on Monday, July 4th is when we have the kickoff for round 20. And it's it's just ridiculous, but it, it happens. And so this is your time to prep. And for me, uh, last week, I got 91 points, which won almost all of my head to heads. I was pretty happy with everything. Overall, with my team, um, had had a couple of flubs with uh, Montreal defense and San Jose defense, and then Zella did did not do what I had hoped he would. But fortunately, I did end up going with Mukhtar Cap. In a in a weird twist of fate, I had a uh, I had gone with Reynoso, and when I saw the lineup, I I just didn't even see his name 
on the lineup. When I was looking at it, I was like, Reynoso's not even in the 18. This is ridiculous. So I just took him out and put in Amada. And I was all grumpy about that. And he got 16 points. So fantastic. That's That was great. Uh, good for him. But other than that, I have no real takeaways because I got to watch zero soccer over the break because I was at a bar, maybe more accurately described as a gaming hall. I don't know. It's one of those like digital slot machine places. There's a restaurant attached to it. I was out with my in-laws, but we were out there. Of course, they do not have Apple TV. Why would they? Uh, they don't have the MLS package. Why would they? And I, as an Android user, do not have an Apple native app. And so I was trying to watch anything through the web interface and all it would do was error, which is what's happened to me the last two times I've tried to watch anything on my phone is it just errors every time. And so it's basically useless. I don't know how people watch games when they're out at bars or out at restaurants or anything like that. So I saw nothing. I just kept up with stuff through the uh, through the app updates that I have. So fantastic that Jossie Zardes, not Jossie Zardes, whoa, channeling Blaine. Blaine just came in right Blaine here. Blaine is here. He did. He, he just channeled it right in like that. Uh, fantastic that Baji got a not really hat trick scoring three goals in the Cincinnati game, but only two of them actually for Cincinnati. So good job, but happy to get the point out of that. Uh, otherwise, I'm just going to leave it to uh, Ashley and Christian to give the breakdown. 91 was enough to win all but one of my head-to-heads, and that was, uh, and I think the lineup IQ league, but I was I was really worried about going up against Sloppy Stakes this week because uh, he's like number two or three overall right now. And uh, I was able Wait, to- Wait, there's a lineup IQ league and I wasn't invited? And I wasn't invited. Well, we'll talk I'm to Ryan. Pretty sure you got to oh be a Patreon God. member. Got to be a Patreon supporter. So uh, anyway, Ashley, right. how did you do? Well, we're going to have to leave the player expectations of reality to Christian because I, too, did not watch a single game this week, but not by choice. Um, I was camping with my family. We were gone for my husband's birthday. Um, I made a lineup for the show, and I often tinker that or reads things or whatever um you guys know i'm not i'm not like a epic stats person but i like to kind of look at lineups when they come out and make some some gut decisions um so spencer and i drove 15 minutes towards what we hoped would be cell service um i wasn't able to look at all the lineups but i tried to at least make sure i could save the team that i wanted spencer hadn't even made a team yet um <clears throat> went to save my team and it didn't save. So I had a Zella instead of an Almada, um, which Almada was who I had wanted to change to. Um, and I had a Mukhtar captain instead of a Lucho captain, which is the captain that I had thought I'd made through the app. I ended with 76 points, um, which is not terrible, but not what I wanted. Um, and I was just really frustrated at myself for thinking that it saved. Um, and frustrated that I didn't lock that in before we left for town on or to go out of town on Friday. So I saw nothing. I did terrible. Christian, you're up. You Big shout it. out to Patrick though, real quick. Triple digits right there. Very good. Nice. Oh, oh, oh. Let's just calm down about Patrick. <laughs> oh no, me. Patrick deserves it. He beat it. me in two eight head to heads. Oh, two of them. Me. Sorry for you, but he shellacked me in two head to heads. Well, he got double uh, triple digits. Good for you, Patrick. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Uh, that said, I had 99. I barely hung on to 12th. I started the round in 12th overall and, and hung on to it. I was as high up as eighth on after Saturday's games. And then 
Atlanta happened. Um, so I picked Zellerae on because, and so like I knew I shouldn't pick Zellerae on because New York Red Bulls have some like midfield magical powers or something mystical happening where every number 10, every playmaker, every creator just craps the bed every game against them. So uh, I deserved the two points for thinking that, that, you know, uh, I could outsmart that. And I, you know, Zellerion uh, just completely failed just like he should have. And that I'm an idiot. Anyway, um, I faded Almada and Lennon because I was certain Philadelphia would destroy Atlanta and uh, they didn't. So, so I, I'm still trying to figure out what on my, what part of my radar is broken uh, to make me believe that. You were right about Reynoso though. Yeah, I was right about Reynoso. The only problem is I faded him as captain. I changed it to Mm -hmm. him. And Where were you? Did you have full service? Because that's on you. Oh yeah, it is one hundred percent on me. I I'm sure. I had him. I had it on Reynoso all week, and I switched it to Hanny for safety's sake. Um, yeah. You know, uh, you're if when you get up to like top twenty ish, yep. you start losing your mind. You you start. Well, that's thinking, why I wanted to do Lucho because I didn't make Champions League yet, right? So I didn't want to do the safety pick. Mukhtar's yeah. still the captain, but I, I, I wanted to do something different. You basically stop doing what got you there and you start playing it safe, which yep. is the wrong thing to do. Yep, absolutely. Um, and my last takeaway is a positive one. I gambled on uh, three, uh, tripling up on Seattle defense, and that paid Bold. off. Yeah. Have you listened hell, to me at all off. this year? <laughs> I have, and that's the reason I did it. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Yeah, I fortunately did not triple up on the Montreal defense, which would have been been weird there. Uh, a couple other little little good comments I think we can just see from from the information. Uh, people who were going with Berkey as their keeper last week did did very well. I wasn't so sure about that one, but he was he was a great keeper. I know a lot of people really liked the idea of going with um, Sirius and Fry. That was okay if you if you went with fry so that was that was that but some of them were bust willis also worked out pretty well i know i saw some people who were looking at at him so that was that worked out well uh people who were going with san jose i almost didn't go with rodriguez and i wish i wish i had gone with my gut with that one because all year san jose rodriguez has been a bonus point mm-hmm. machine all year except for like this round um when he got like one point but that's helped him overcome those times when San Jose gives up goals, which has been often. San Jose has often allowed goals while they've been trying to outscore themselves. So, so, uh, so that was maybe a little bit of a trap uh, with with San Jose, um, and then Montreal did not turn out. I know as many people had hoped for. Uh, I was I was really unsure about about Lennon because I was like you, Christian. I thought Philadelphia would be able to generate more even on the road, and I just wasn't confident in Brad Guzan. Um, mm-hmm. as Robinson being gone, yeah, exactly. With a lot of stuff, he ended up getting eight points for Guzan, and uh, and Lennon got that 15. That's why he always pops up there. Uh, and then I and Parker was also the number one scoring defender who I saw him uh slip into several people's formation sort of near the end of this of the of the round. So that was that was good. A nice little St. Louis pick there. 
And I'll be honest right now, I'd probably talk a little bit more about them there in our pitch section if it wasn't for the double game week because I like this Toronto match there they're facing there. Other than that, just just some random team players you don't even see making it some big numbers right there. But Fontas back up there, double digits, one to be keeping an eye on. Um, and uh, otherwise, some usual names. At midfielder, we already talked about some of those players. Torres did well, 14 points there. It's nice to see Orlando getting some of the the juices going. Of course, Acosta came in with 11, um, and we see Espinosa getting the nine, which and Ladero getting the nine, which not always what we're hoping for, but I've got a hockey assist. So there you go, and you know how I feel about some of the assist things going on here. So. <laughs> It is what it is. But, of course, over at uh, the forward position, have uh, some names that we're not always seeing there, like Baji up there on top above Cucho. But we're also seeing Costa coming on for L.A. Might be something we talk about up there. Um, again, Bo scoring the the forward du jour for New England. That's always – that's still – a tough one. And Polito, once again, was a pretty good, I know he didn't start. And that was a, a conversation that happened in um, our, our uh, discord chat was, do you still go with Polito if he's on the bench? And those who did got him as a good bench play coming off with seven points. So uh, interesting, some of the, the scores, but that's what we expect because of these international call-ups, which is going to be factoring into decisions that we're going to be talking about as well later on in this show. So we're going to check, chat real quick uh let's see here yeah patrick chimed in and saying he would have done better if he didn't have the montreal and san jose defenders well he got 114 patrick so congrats that's not not top, score, like top score was 125 so that was that's right up there yeah right up there so yeah nothing <laughs> How much else atlanta did he have because that's the real Oh, he had he had all the right Atlanta. All the right Atlanta. One. Good for Patrick. Staying <laughs> yeah. true and winning. Yeah. So there's a few takeaways. It, it is hard to give some really solid takeaways because of the the international calls that we do have. But I think Christian, I'll end on that note that he had is that the way you play to get to where you are is oftentimes what's going to keep you going for the rest of the season. And so stopping and second guessing yourself. It, it can hurt you, and it's it's nice to have fun. That's what I like to do. It's nice to have fun with the games and just go, forget it, that guy. That's who's getting my captain. Let's just go and see what happens. Let's play that guy and see what happens. So if that's what's gotten you up there, um, then go with it. Just go with it. We're getting near the end of the season. There's still plenty, plenty of season left, though. So, uh, But we'll be talking more about that. Some abbreviated updates coming up in our housekeeping section right after this. All right, and welcome back to our housekeeping coming up for round 20. Uh, we're going to skip some of the league uh, over recap because of the big double gaming that we have. But congratulations to everyone who is kicking butt in all of our leagues. You guys are doing awesome. So if you missed the beginning of the show, this round is starting Tuesday, July 4th at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is tomorrow if you're listening to us live and today with hope if you are listening to the podcast and that I've gotten it edited, which I'm going to do my best to make sure that happens. Uh, so, yeah, it starts at 7.30. There's a handful of games there with our typical 7.30, 8.30, 9.30, 10.30, I think, start time. Uh, and I'm going to give a quick check of that. Yeah, 7.30, 9.30, 10.30. So you have a little bit of a preview right there. But then we have one game on Wednesday, July 5th. 
And then we have a bunch of games on Saturday, July 8th. And there's a note here. It's important to know that Portland only plays on Tuesday. So that is one of the single game week teams that uh, will help you activate switch roost potentially if you're looking for players to guarantee will not be there. But yes, everything starts July 4th. So you will want to get your team set ASAP. As far as double game week goes, there's a handful of teams, not everybody, not the biggest double game week we have, but definitely the fastest turnaround. We have Miami, Toronto, LAFC, DC United, Colorado, New York City FC, Columbus, LA Galaxy, Dallas, Orlando, and Charlotte. And then an important little note, the only team with a double home game this round is technically or officially Colorado, but LAFC is playing at home, and then they're playing LA Galaxy, so it's practically a double home game for well, LAFC as well. LA Galaxy at the Rose Bowl, and my Thank understanding you. from tickets is that that is a, going to be not overwhelmingly, it's but predominantly LAFC crowd. Practically a home game. I think you them. could see at least... 50 to 60,000 of them being LA. Yeah, it's, sure. it's, it's going to be interesting. El Traficos are crazy. So uh, caveat there for however, however you would like that information to factor into your thoughts, there it is for you. Uh, no teams have a buy round this week, uh, but everybody else who we did not mention is on a single game week. Most of those teams are playing on Saturday, but looks like Portland is playing on Tuesday. And so keep up with, with that. Switcheroo options are going to vary. Portland is a good option. You can also head over to the Mega Reference. We have a section called Safe Scrubs there where you have a list of players at various positions who are no longer in the league but are still in the game. So you can are guaranteed for them to not play if you don't want to have to worry about bouncing all of that knowledge around in your head for who is or who isn't and trying to keep up with lineups. You can check that out at our Discord server. Uh, and then Peak. Gold Cup season right now. Everything is bonkers in the Gold Cup, and all our players are still gone. And I'm going to turn it over to Christian right now to uh, start going over some of our international and suspension and injury information for this round. Okay, most um, actually, all this stuff that I'm about to talk about can be found in the mega reference uh, that is shared in Discord. Uh, I'm going to go through double game week call-ups by club. As a reminder, Columbus, Aiden, these are guys that are not going to be available this round. Columbus, Aiden Morris, Kevin Molino, Jason Russell Rowe, Colorado, uh, Brian Acosta, Moise Bambito, uh, Dallas, Jesus Ferreira, LAFC, Aaron Long, LA Galaxy, Jaden Neal, and Zavaleta, I can't remember his first name. Um, Miami, DeAndre Yedlin and Kamal Miller are missing. Uh, New York City, James Sands, Toronto, Richie Larea, Jonathan Osorio, Sean Johnson, and Romero. They're they're still down to um, Ranjit Singh as their goalkeeper. And Bob Bradley. Oh yeah, I mean I guess Bob Bradley. <laughs> Now, man, he's no longer with that establishment. That's right. That's right. Um, suspensions and injuries. Um, so good news 
we saw Ozzy Alonso start or not start. He came on late for Atlanta on Sunday. I don't know if that's the first time since his injury, since he's actually got him on the week minutes. before. I remember because I watched it because oh, I, okay. I thought remember his hair. You know, Very it, vividly, as someone who watched him bald for many years. Right. So it was either the week last week well, or the week before I watched him. I so mean, long. I got some interest in that. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah. Uh anyway, congrats to Ozzy. I hope he recovers fully and we can yep. see him play. For sure. Um, double game week, yellow card warning. These are guys that you probably want to bench if you're taking. Now go by team. For DC United, Cleach. And Pines are both on yellow card warning. Dallas, Pomical. I don't think anybody's going to take Paxton Pomical. Um, I mean, you never know. Uh, Miami, Campania, Ruiz, and Frey are all on yellow card warning. Uh, New York City, Kufre is confirmed. There was some question earlier about that. Um, Ilyanich is also on yellow card warning for Toronto. Uh, Bernadeschi is, is on yellow card warning. So those are the guys that you probably want to bench if you're taking, uh, for suspensions, the ones that have reached yellow card accumulation and are suspended for game one of this double game week. I'm only going to, well, I'm going to go through everybody. Christian Benteke, Suspended game one. Santiago Rodriguez suspended game one. Mateus Pellegrini, who cares? Diego Palacio suspended game one. Uh, I can't remember his first name, but Preso is suspended for Colorado game one. Uh, the single game week guys that you might be interested in, maybe. Uh, Carlos Hill is suspended for his game. Uh, he may get one of those yellow cards rescinded. I don't know what that comment is based on, but that was what I think Tyler wrote in the thing. Uh, Michael Boxall is suspended. So if you're thinking about uh, Austin players for any reason whatsoever, attackers, that might be a good fallback for you. Uh, Ibarra for Atlanta is suspended and so is Jackson Ewell. Um, Also suspended on a second caution, these three guys, Walker Zimmerman was sent off with a double yellow. Uh, uh, Mikael for Houston was sent off with a double yellow. Uh, Soquet or Soke or whatever. I, whatever. I'm going to pull a read here and claim ignorance. Uh, <laughs> for Chicago was double yellowed. Uh, for injuries, big names on the injury list are Lorenzo Insigne was pulled off at halftime with an injury is listed as questionable. Officially listed as questionable. Timothy Tillman came off came off early. I don't know why he came off early. It was probably tactical, but he's recovering from an injury, so it's probably that too. Uh, Georgios Giacomakis came off very early with an injury uh, uh, to the chagrin of many. Uh, Good word. And the last but not least, Evander is confirmed out by Gio Savarese with an ankle injury and will not play on Saturday. All right, I'm sorry, uh, tomorrow. He will not play tomorrow. Um, all right, so we've got some transfers to talk about. Uh, and I'm just going to go through the list and we can just 
riff after I go through the list because I'll be done at that point. Um, Lionel Messi is slated today to mid to late July. So we won't see him in Miami's second match this round. His first eligible game would be on Saturday. Uh, and But he's not expected to start until late, like mid to late July <laughs> or even play. Christian Arango could debut for RSL on Saturday versus at Orlando. So keep that in mind um, if you're up for um, taking some Orlando defenders uh, that might affect your decision. Um, Aaron Bupanza uh, could debut for Cincinnati. Reed can probably extrapolate about that. Uh, I don't know what his visa status is, uh, but he is eligible to play um, at Charlotte on Saturday if he's got his visa. Timo Puki is 100% expected to debut on Saturday and might even start versus Austin. He's match fit. He just His season just ended like a few weeks ago. Uh, I think he's got his, I'm like 99.9% .9 certain he's got his visa worked out. Um, so he's expected to start. Um, also, uh, what, something that was reported today, Tom Bogert uh, reported that Andrew Gutman is expected to be transferred to Colorado Rapids immediately, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which is big news, actually. Um, he will not play. Uh, he will not play this week. I don't expect him to play this week. He can't play tomorrow. He could possibly play on Saturday, but I doubt he will because he'll have zero experience training with the team. Um, so that's for next week. All right. That's all I've got. No, I think uh, talk about messy, you know, feel free. no, no, we did. We did our messy, <laughs> our messy spiels at a time. Uh, just, we'll see what happens with open cup. If he plays in there, but uh, no, thank you so much, Christian for that. Thank you so much, Tyler, for the work that you also put in doing that. I know he gave you some, uh, some shade during that Christian. So it's all good. This is where we did would he? have Tyler. I thought he did. Uh, he, he said a whole lot of stuff. Come on, man. But uh, this is where, if we did it on Discord, Tyler would just jump in. We'd be like, and Tyler. And we just say, take it away and come back. So, uh, but yes, that is some of the information you'll need to keep in mind as you're setting your teams for this upcoming round. Uh, the main information will be who you should be targeting. And we'll be getting into that right after this. All right, welcome back. We're here to talk about our player targets for round 20. But first, another reminder, if you did not catch us at the top of the show, next week I'm going to be off on vacation. It's going to be amazing. But for you all, we're going to be trying something different. So guinea pigs, no, it's still going to be amazing. Uh, Christian is going to help uh, lead us through a, a little experiment with Discord. Asher will be there. Christian will be there. Blaine is doing his best karma in San Diego. So we'll find out what is, for those of you who are like Gen Z, that's that's a that's a tv show and a game where you learn geography yeah anyway song that is to yeah i don't know why i want to do that all of a sudden but it just seemed funny anyway blaine tbd we might have some other guests Discord's going to be awesome could maybe even have five people on the stream it may not get streamed on youtube sorry fam if you're here listening but i'll do something with a video if, if it can't uh, but we will likely be able to get audio at least so that we will still have the the podcast, the SoundCloud podcast out there and whatever other podcast platform you use. So that's what's coming up for next week. So if you don't see us here on YouTube, it's fine. You should still get it with the download. And if you want to join us on Discord, 
head over mlsfantasyboss.com slash discord. It's free and just check that out and see what kind of fun things happen next week. But now time to talk about players for this. I don't know. I keep wanting to go just into massive double game week, but it's not a massive double game week. It's a quick they turnaround double game week. <laughs> it's it's it is a solid double game week, but it's fast, fast, quick turnaround. Everything starts on Tuesday, and it's it's just ridiculous. Happy fourth of July. And let's start out by talking about keepers and defenders. Ashley, who are you looking at? Yeah, um, this one, I, to me, I guess I would say it was pretty straightforward, although I think there are some other viable options. To me, it was Galese, um in net, and then I just went straight to Colorado um, to start on my keeperoo um, if that doesn't hit. Uh, like I said, I think there's some other good options, and I see them on the two of you, your notes. So I'll let you expand on that, because when I looked at the games, um, those were the two that jumped out at me. Um, I definitely want a Columbus defender. Uh, I go back and forth about who I like better, and I think there are different reasons to like different players. Um, Morera is who I currently have. I've also liked Amundsen um, and Farsi at different times this season for different reasons, so I think you could go a couple different ways. Um, I like Hollingshead because I, I feel more confident in him not getting rotated. Um, and I like his offensive bonus point potential, uh, because I don't particularly think there'll be a clean sheet in the, um, El Trafico game, uh, just because historically there often isn't. Um, I like Orlando defense. Uh, it's not a defense I've picked this year. So, uh, I'm kind of just going to go through who, who I think, um, I like best in their matchups. Uh, and then I also like, uh, Cheneau and FC Dallas defense. Um, again, FC Dallas is a defense that I've kind of picked and chose from in different people at different times. Um, I've liked Tafari a lot this season. Um, occasionally I've picked Farfan. Um, and then there was a, what is it? Uh, a Jesus. Is he gone at Gold Cup though? Because they're Jesus. Both Jesuses are gone, I think, right? For FC Dallas. No. Nope. The defender Jesus is still there. I I've liked him occasionally too. So, um, and I know that this past week, their 4.0, one of their 4.0 guys was on the team of the week. So um, I think well, there's Tyler saying false. I guess I lied. Okay. I was going to say, I thought he was gone. Um, and that's why the 4.0 Jun Qua, I think uh, is playing instead. Um, but I think there's some, a couple good options from all of those teams. Um, and those oh, are the he's teams. not at the gold cup. I don't know what, Okay, guys, let's not fight. Um, I don't. I, I think there's a couple good options in all of those teams. Um, one team that I didn't mention picking up a keeper or a defender from is um, Colorado, and that's just because I think, for me, that's the team that I trust the least. Um, defensively, I know that they have two home games against two kind of banged up or missing people offensive teams, not heavy scorers in Portland and Dallas, but – um, I just don't trust Colorado, so that's why they're the ones that I left out um, from my defensive picks. So, yeah. Makes total sense. Christian, who are you looking at? Same same people. Um, it's either going to be Glace to Yarborough, or I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, Glace to Yarborough or Paz to Barraza. Mm. Not really wild about New York City, but mm. if you're going to take a later keeper – start with you almost have to yep. go Barraza. um tafari rafael santos pedro santos if you want to do dc uh marrera wilson uh Cheno, uh and or hollingshead um same people basically 
I might do a five at the back auto room though. Mm, I, really, okay. I really hate all these defenders. Yeah, the defenders are where I'm sold on the least this round as well. So I think if you are comfortable with the five at the back auto room, I think this is a round to do it. Mm. Yeah, it could be really fun. So I have a few other names that I'm going to throw out in there. I know, I, I guess, yes, uh, Vice and Barraza are uh, definitely really, really popular. A couple others I'm going to, I mean, you guys also talk about Galese. Yeah, another one I think that's that's up there. I'm also going to throw out Miller and McCarthy as mm. as potential. Uh, that that Dallas game, like I get why we're looking at him. They they did well with some clean sheets recently, um, but they have struggled to score. And DC has has been pretty solid at times, even on the road. I could see that being a, a pretty decent matchup. It it could end up being a draw, or or maybe DC can get at least get a clean sheet out there. So I do potentially like DC as as a clean sheet. And then uh, later on the round, they are at home to Inter Miami. Now they're getting more players. They're getting Tata. It's it's just like a whole welcome back uh, retirement league thing going on in Miami. So that might be a little bit tougher than maybe expected, but still a pretty good shot. Inter Miami not super high on offensive powerhouse rankings right there. So I think DC could also be a decent shout to look out there. And then I know we've all been kind of bagging on LAFC, uh, but. We've also bagged on LA Galaxy, so they've, they've gotten some stuff going a little bit lately with some more goals, but El Trafico potentially have a, a clean sheet chance with LAFC there, and then their second leg later in the week is against San Jose, who again has struggled at times to score. We've talked about with Kate Cowell and some of the various form that they have, uh, but it's essentially home games for them as well this round as well, like we said, kind of a, a faux away home split for them, but I think there's some potential right there for, for LA Galaxy to be other guys that are thrown into that conversation for who could be um, uh, a keeper option for you besides what what uh, Christian and Ashley had already mentioned. So in addition to that, yeah, I'll throw in some other names because I like to pair up my defenders. I know a lot of you do as well with your with your goalkeepers. Whichever LAFC player you want to, to pair up. We often go with Hollingshead right there, but any Lots any of, of the ones back there, yeah, yeah. There's there's multiple options. Any player that you have there, like I said, th those two tend to be the go to for me. Hines is the like unofficial unofficial mascot of Tyler for MLS Fantasy Insider, so he's he tends to be yellow the go to. Card watch though, yellow card watch for Pines. Yellow card watch indeed, uh, but he tends to be the top pick that we look at with with DC where we're going right there. Uh, I agree with the Colorado hesitation. Uh, it's enough that I would not feel comfortable with a keeperoo like that, but I would feel comfortable with uh, an autoroo with a Colorado defender. Wilson, again, I agree, is one of the top choices there. But you, you could go whoever you want to right there. But I, I would feel them. That's that's 100% a bench play for me if you're looking at that. Um you could pair up whichever game. Same thing with Orlando Santos is probably who I would look at if you're going to pair up with Galese right there. Uh, and then maybe even Columbus could be a good shot. I I don't 100% trust them with their goalkeeping, uh, even though they go up on the road to Miami, already talked about Miami, and then home to New York City after New York City is playing Charlotte. So it's New York City's second game as well. Um, they have struggled at times on the road. Could be a decent clean sheet chance right there with uh, Columbus, or at least maybe enough to want to go with a defender for some bonus point potential right there if you're not going to go with 
defender because you likely have some other field players that you're going to target for Columbus in this round that maybe make you not want to go with the keeper. But we'll talk about that coming up so soon, so soon. Other than that, I think we've covered a lot of the players. I just really hesitate with LA Galaxy. You don't want to touch Columbus, or sorry, don't want to touch Toronto with a 10-foot pole with that. And and the same thing with with Miami. So a lot of these other double game week teams, just just questions. Charlotte's one that is playing on Wednesday. So you would have a little bit of time to think about that a little bit more. But traveling to New York City with that crazy field they have, I I am unsure about the clean sheet there. And then they host Cincinnati, who have been have been dangerous throughout the season, uh, especially with some of the connection that they've been building with with body right there. He's been filling in very well. Vasquez has been gone. So um, really question the ability for Charlotte to have have good clean sheet chances right there. I so think, is is your new DP forward going to play? I don't know. I don't. I he's, so. he's not going to play. If he's not in the game. But according to Tyler, he's talked to Skyler and that he is ready to have all of those players loaded into the game uh, ASAP. Right. So uh, we will have to to see right there. But I'm really excited about it. We've definitely needed that to help uh, split that pressure up front. And so I'm really excited when he does come in right there so for us. Who who sits down, Baji or Santos? Yeah. Uh, so you're assuming Vasquez is still gone. I think it's Santos then, because Baji's just been on too good form to to yeah. not to not. I mean, he's earned it. He's earned being able to stay there while Vasquez is gone, and then when Vasquez comes back, it's those two. So, and and Kubo would be like the third. Yeah, it's probably situational. I mean, Kubo's got some some midfield ability as well, which Santos does not have right there. I mean, he's he's there for the forward options. Um, okay, but, but Kubo's there, and we've also got the open cup, so that's right. Kubo can play some of there too. All right, going over the chat, nothing else to to really add there. So let's move on over to our midfielders, Christian. Okay, uh, let's see here. I have. Lucas Celereon, uh, boy, um, Facundo Torres, uh, Connor Ronan, and um, I have Brugman, and it isn't exciting, but he's got a solid floor, you know, mm-hmm. out of all the double game week players, better than Pooja's floor, um, but. The fifth mid is between Bogush, uh, Tillman, and Pooj. I prefer Tillman, to be honest, because, um, you know, he's pretty deadly. Um, Bogush has, is informed, though, and I don't know. I don't know if Bogush has won that spot from Apoku or not. I'm thinking he has, because Apoku hasn't really scored anything lately. Um, so, you know, I guess that's just something to watch. I mean, like, I think, I definitely think LAFC's form doesn't really play into this El Trafico match at all. It's like Bears Packers, you you know, like, doesn't matter how crappy the team is. It's always going to be like, that's, that's, that's the one everybody circled on the calendar that game. Well, he's got much better form right now than Tillman does, who hasn't scored or really played solid minutes and oh yeah because he's been injured tillman's been injured right uh, he's done last, anything in weeks this last game was his first uh yeah. minutes in a long time um so yeah but that i mean with with kellen acosta being 
uh, out and and or recovering from injury. I don't know how many minutes he got last week, but you know, I don't think it was a lot. Maybe it was. I I didn't see it, but um, it's usually Sifuentes, Tillman, and and Acosta that are sharing two spots, and then Ilya backs those guys up. But I could totally see since Ilya is like a leaf in the wind. Um, I could totally see, you know, that their new guy coming in for that second game. Sure. No, that's fair. So who knows? Ashley. Uh, unfortunately I have, um, nothing controversial or fun to add to that. I still was the first one on my team, even though I got stuck with him last week and didn't want him. Um, Torres, I think I I do like Pooch. I, I, I agree with what you're saying, Christian, about Brugman and, and where that floor is. But because of the Traffico game, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna do Puj over over Brugman. Um, he okay. hit this past week, um, and you know he has not been the same this season at all. Um, <clears throat> but I'm kind of optimistic that perhaps he's coming into a little bit of a stride um, at the, at a time when they're gonna need to pick up points. So. Um, mm-hmm. Um, and then everyone else, I, I don't like Tillman, um, but everyone else that, that Christian said is, is who I'm, I'm looking at for my team. Um, I think you could throw Klitsch in there. Um, I know he's on yellow card watch, but, um, DC has some decent, decent, uh, you know, matchups. I think, um, they're without, uh, Benteke, which makes me a little nervous. Um, but you know, there's Santee with his suspension. Uh, for the first game kind of knocks him out for me. Um, and then there's not really anybody uh, else that I'd be looking at. Like you said earlier about defenders, I'm not paying attention to Toronto. I don't know what's going on with Insignia. Otherwise I'd consider it. Um, and then, yeah, there's, there's no one from Charlotte that really, you know, grabs my attention <laughs> and definitely not anybody yet from inner Miami. So. I think from Charlotte, Swiderski has to be part of the conference. Well, sure. I was just talking midfielders. Yeah. Yeah. Just for midfielders. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, sure. Sorry. So I think you guys nailed the chalk. I mean, the chalk this week is going to be Zella, Torres, Ronan, mm-hmm. and, Ver- and an LA player. I'm going to say an LA player. I've seen Brugman more in, yeah. in lineup so far, but an LA Galaxy player, absolutely. I think is that's going to be the chalk right there. Uh, that Bogush pick. You know, I like that, but I hadn't hadn't thought a lot about that, Christian. But you you make some good points uh, that that I think that he could definitely be in the running there. If you're looking for some other names that we can throw out there, because that's what we're here to do. I mean, Sandy Rodriguez up there with with New York. Uh, he's out the first game. Oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, my bad. I wasn't thinking of Santi. I was thinking of the other dude. Herrera. Yes. Sorry. They got, they got the two up there. Um, Actually, Gabby, there's something up with him too. Well then scratch that, scratch that right there because uh, I wrote (laughs) Santi in, in my, in my notes, but that was not who I meant to write. And uh, anyway, scratch that one. I do have others though. Uh, You could also look at uh, Camungo over at Dallas. That's a really random one, but he's been getting some more minutes. He did get a goal last week so that could be uh, he's got double games again i mentioned maybe going with dc as a clean sheet dallas could still get 
a goal there. DC has not been solid all year, so that could be an opportunity for them. And then going up against Colorado, it's a lot of travel, but Colorado has also struggled. So there could be some opportunities there if you are looking at some of those uh, differential picks. I'm sure that Tyler will have some interesting options for us. After that, don't rate anyone from Miami. Absolutely right right there. Don't want to touch Toronto again with a 10-foot pole. Absolutely not. After that, you're really getting into single game weight players. If you're not going to consider having a, a scrub, and you guys already covered LA FC and LA Galaxy, so those are all options. You can definitely have five double game weeks. If you have one spot, are you all going, would you be more willing to scrub that midfielder or go yeah. with a single game week? And if never, which single game week player would you prioritize over any of the other maybe subpar double game week options? Well, all the good ones are playing away games. Yeah, I, I don't well, know. Most of them. I don't know that I, that I would. Um, I mean, I maybe Hector Herrera. Um, but I think that there's enough double game week midfield options this week. Reynoso would be another I'd consider playing at home against Austin, who's in yeah. better form but not great form. I guess um, Gold is at home too. Which one? Gold. Ryan Gold. Sure. Yeah. But I mean, I think that there's enough good midfield options on double game weeks this week to trump any of the single game week players in, in midfield. I could see that conversation in some other positions, but not for middies. Well, if you take a single game week, what, how Heel had out. What did Heel score? He's out, but what did he score? He scored three points uh, last game. Yeah. Okay, so like um, Reynoso got what? Uh, he got a fourteen. All right. So if you have if you have a double game week guy, sure. like if two seven, they have to get a goal in minutes played in both games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear yeah. you. Sure. Yeah, one was. I mean, I didn't watch it, so I I can't say I was going to say one was a PK, which always makes me a little hesitant to factor that in as much, even though yes, he's on PKs. But I don't know. I I used to be very strategic. As far as like, oh, but it, like you're saying, like, oh, is the matchup better? Like, what form is he in? Could he mm-hmm. still produce better? But the longer I've been playing fantasy, the more I'm like, it's two games. Like, I I have to really not feel good about, especially a midfielder who's playing two games to not pick them. And I think that right. there's enough options in midfield. Like I said, I think you could talk me into a single game week player, probably in both defense and striker. But not for midfielders this week. I mean, it's, statistically, it's it's you're you're, mm-hmm. you're not optimizing your team if yeah. if you go with a single game week. Sure. I mean, yeah. I will never this is, this is MLS, so you know you never know. But it's you have to ask the question. Have yeah. to ask the question, especially during a big international call up time. So yeah. have to ask the question. Have to bring out some more information right there. Thank you for the correction with with New York City FC. Uh, but this is likely going to be a very, you guys already missed a glitch as well, very ch- uh, chalky midfield for this round. So uh, it could be interesting where people go for those differentials. Let's move on to forwards to see if we have anything less than chalk right there. Starting with you, Christian. Uh, I've got Cucho, uh, Dennis Bulanga, and Vel- uh, Carlos Vela. Um those just like self-explanatory yeah <laughs> reasons no 
Well, I mean, it's El Trafico, dude. Like, yeah. If you're not, if you don't pick Carlos Vela in El Trafico, I can't help you. Sorry. You know what I'm doing? What are you doing? I'm going to have Chicharito be my scrub. That's not what your sheet says. No, what's the three strikers that I like? I I like. (laughs) Well, I'm going to find I'm skipping you now. We're going over you. I also like Cujo and Bawanga. I always get nervous with Vela on a double, but I agree that you're playing him for the Trafico, right? Like mm-hmm. that's that's what you do. Yeah. And he should at least and everything else feature, is gravy. He should at least feature in the second game, which is is that a real home game? Um, but I am struggling to find where I want my scrub, and I'm considering doing Chicharito as an homage to him because I don't think he'll ever play in another one. Um, because, because it's hard to find scrubs on a double game week with no buys. So I, I like Swiderski. I kind of played around at first um, with how to fit him in. Um, but he just isn't producing at a rate that makes me feel comfortable with that. And I'd rather use that as my scrub spot at the moment. Um, but he is the third striker that I think I like uh, maybe more than Vela, but I think Vela is a, is a very, very viable choice for sure. I'm more worried about Belonga, to be honest. Like, yeah, but his Belonga form is scoring so much more consistently. He could, like, I mean, you know, everybody says all the time, like, oh, he got off a plane from Gabon, but like, he did. And then, like, he got off a plane a second time and scored. Like, he's just, he's shown me that if he comes into a game, I feel more confident with him pulling the goal um, if he's the one that gets rotated. But uh, yeah, LAFC are, are in a weird slump. Um, and he might be a, a bench play for me, honestly. Um, so so yeah. starting starting with game week 13, he had one goal. That was a double. Uh, he And then he played 26 minutes and got a one. Uh, six, uh, week 16, uh, he blanked both games, five and a two, and mm-hmm. played at least 80 minutes. Uh, game week 17, he did not play at all, either – uh, game week 18, he had a two, played 60 minutes, was taken off. Uh, 18, he had a 10, he scored one goal uh, versus the Caps at home. And in Dallas, he blanked. He got a three yeah. uh, last week. So, I mean, he's not the Mr. Automatic we were used to seeing, to be honest. And that's that's why, I mean, neither is Vela, but... It's El, you know, the only reason I'm picking Vela is because it's El Trafico. Otherwise, I wouldn't have him. Yeah. So, it's food for thought. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. His uh, scoring form and playing time has also been pretty inconsistent as well. So, that could be a game day decision with just who you are feeling. Uh, they do play that last game at the 1030 slot. So, maybe you'll still have some room. Uh, not a lot extra to add there. Again, Pretty chalky right here. It seems like it's going to be, this is going to be, it's going to be interesting to see the lineups that come out this round. But for me, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Kucho 100% is on there. I had Bawanga right now. Christian makes some good points right there. Uh, we already mentioned Swiderski. I think he he's in the mix if you want to throw that out. Could always get the points. Costa is someone maybe to think about if you're looking at some other LA Galaxy attackers uh, since Chicharito is not available. Uh, but so you could look at at Costa right there. If you're looking back for some other options with your forward spot, it it's, gets kind of 
kind of thin. Maybe another differential French player, Joseph Martinez. Some things have changed down there in Miami. Just talked about how we don't rate Miami at all. Perfect time for Joseph Martinez to get a double hat trick, is it not? I have a stat. Go for it. About Miami. They almost every game they score one goal. And it's generally Joseph Martinez who scores it. So, yeah, I mean, Martinez is a great. I mean, if you're going to take a Miami player, that's who you'd want. So he's in the mix right there. Uh, and, of course, just some of the other names we usually mention. Benteke is a name that is available for D.C. We can see what's going to happen right there. And in honor of Blaine, we will throw out C.J. Sapong as the long shot Toronto player, which none of us are going to touch with a 10-foot pole. But if you're looking for some some differential stuff, there's there's teams there um, to take a look at. But it's this may be around where defenders set it all off with who you're going to go with your differentials right there. And maybe this is around that's going to end up being five defenders. Like I think you mentioned earlier, Christian, that might be just something crazy. Well, I was going to scrub two of them automatically. So, well, you know, who knows what happens? This could be a five defender week. It's uh, it's. International call-ups. Everything is crazy. Checking over uh, Bernadeschi and Cucho. Yeah, I mean, Bernadeschi for Toronto, again, maybe the more reliable when compared against uh, CJ Sapong, but still just a lot of questions right there, I think, uh, for, for Toronto. I mean, when Osorio's gone, it it just is a weakened team overall in general. So um, not really sure about, about targets there. Not even going to mention picking the single game week, keep single game week forwards because it's, these are guys who are already on our short list and the two games you're right, Ashley, is just so valuable, especially at this position. Uh, unless you're finding those forwards who are generating those bonus points, then they're going to be at the top of your list anyway. So let's wrap everything up with our final question. Uh, and even less time before you have to make the final decision than usual. Who is your captain so far for this round, Ashley? I think it's Zella. Um, he had a pretty poor showing last week, but with the matchups um, and who he is, I think that's who who I'll land on this week. Christian, I, without a shadow of a doubt, am picking Carlos Vela. Um, and then I will chicken out fifteen minutes before the game locks and pick Vela <laughs> out. <laughs> I like it. Well, I agree with Ashley. Right now, it's one hundred percent on on Zella for me. I like that game against Inter Miami on the road. And I like their chances going up against New York City FC at home in Columbus with uh, having both Cucho and Zella right there. I think that it's a good rebound for Zella to be able to get some solid points uh, at, at some good um, matchups for him to do that. So I, I like Zella right now, but uh, it's um, who knows? Maybe I'll chicken out and go with Vela at the end and balance the universe to help it that. It's Captain Vela, you guys. It's it's no longer BCB. I got a shout out for Torres in chat right now. How do how do you all feel about? I mean, Torres is definitely Captain him? a very viable midfielder option. Uh, Cross my going mind. against going against Toronto, which we like to bet against, and then on the road to RSL, not always been uh, solid right there. Struggle, especially at the beginning of the season. And that's why I didn't pick him because they're going on the road to RSL. Like he's only got one good game there. Mm-hmm. Oh, there. Sure, I was going to no, say like this week. He's only got one good game this week. Yeah, I uh, I mean, two 13s back-to-back is incredibly impressive um, and nothing to, like, disregard. But right. um, 
he is a he's a hot or cold, right? He's a he's a three four or he's a twelve fourteen. Um, so mm-hmm. that's what makes me nervous. If it was a double home, um, you know, maybe maybe some better better matchups um, as far as like who the road team was. Um, but I th- I think that that is a super great differential captain and something that I totally. appreciate to do. He's definitely in my team. It's just I'm not definitely in my team, hundred percent. Yeah, you couldn't talk me out of him in my team, honestly. Um, but if, for an armament, I think it's. I think he's also someone that I just haven't paid enough attention to this season, right? So like, um, I always get a little sketched out picking someone to armband who I have barely put in my team at all this season. Um, and maybe that's on me, right? Like clearly he's had some big games, and some of them I had him, and some of them I didn't. So. I don't usually I don't usually make that decision unless I know why he's all of a sudden come into form. Exactly what I mean. Exactly what I mean. I don't know him well enough to be like this is I've had him in draft league. I follow him Mm -hmm. and he's let me down more times than not this season. Sure. Uh, It's only lately that that he's actually come into form and boy has he come into form. I mean Yeah. I've always preferred him to Pereira. Um, and I got a lot of shit from either reader Blaine. I don't remember. One of you was yeah. like hard Pereira choice. And I was always like, well, what about Facundo? Um, but yeah, like I said, I think that that's a really, a really good differential captain, but it's not, it's not one that I can talk myself into. Well, Gene is saying Zellerian owns New York. Great, I'm captain. So, I would love that. <laughs> already, I might be like chickening out. See, sure. Thanks, Gene. If Gene says it, well, I mean, he you would know, know. <laughs> exactly. Oh, <laughs> <You know? laughs> well, well, thank you, everyone, for joining us tonight for the show, and thank you, of course, Christian and Ashley, uh, for helping pass on all of their thoughts with the faster than usual turnaround that we have. Uh, this, the teams are going, the games are going live. Tomorrow, so be sure to get your lineup set. And again, next week, I'm going to be off on vacation. And so we're going to have a special Discord-centered uh, stream that's going on. More information will be coming out for that. Check out, I mean, Ashley and Blaine, and I'm sure I'll be able to get some tweets going on, at least with that information there. So be sure to tune in to all that. We're going to close out everything with our plugs. Christian. Uh, the MLS Fantasy Boss Discord community is the place to be. Ashley. Yeah, nothing. I agree, but I got nothing. Great. And yeah, I'll double down on that. So yeah, MLSFancyBoss.com slash Discord, the easiest way to join to be able to partake in the MLS Fancy Boss Discord community. Also, we'll see what happens. Again, fast turnaround. Uh, if uh, Ranch is able to get over some of his uh, differentials, we can get that posted. And uh, there is always the player poll for the MLS Fancy Boss Discord community. If you want to go vote in that now, that would be super helpful. And I will do everything I can to get that posted timely with the quick turnaround so we will see uh, but it's going to be a great round uh, please do be safe if you are celebrating the fourth of july uh, take care with all those fireworks and, and with your families no need to be getting hurt for that uh, starting so, forest fires with three forest fires in washington started by fi- uh, fireworks this weekend yes oh, be man. careful with all of those it, things uh so we want you to be able to join us for the rest of the fantasy season uh so just be be smart whenever you're doing those things uh but enough of that parent break right there because uh we don't want you to focus on that remember fantasy deadline tuesday let's get it done and as always good luck 